Welcome to Take Your Health Back Now, how to live healthy in our increasingly unhealthy world with your hosts, Kendra Duquette, Jenny Wise, and Dr. Drew Duquette. Hello, everyone. Welcome to podcast number 17. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about detoxification. It's Jenny and Kendra here. Um, Hi. We, when we talk about detoxification, we teach you how to incorporate detoxification um, into your lifestyle. These are lifestyle habits. These, this isn't a two-week cleanse or you know a short-term detox. This is actually habits and steps you can use every day in your life just to help assist your body because we always need to be cleaning it out. Right. So... If you do work with us in um, some of our programs, we do have a more in-depth or customized detox or elimination period. But what we're talking about here are just general detox assistance. These are everyday, like Kendra said. Um, these are things that you really should incorporate, even if you're feeling super healthy, nothing going on, which would be amazing if that's where you're at. Um, but your body has natural detox processes, and just with all of the environmental toxins, food additives, stress that we have in our lives, it's nice to give it some support. Right, because remember, I'm sure we've talked about this before, there are 80,000 plus chemicals in our environment. There are over 3,000 just in our foods, um, 500 plus industrial chemicals in our water, you know, all the time. And then on top of that, we have the EMF uh, toxic burden that is growing all the time. Um, and and just, you know, as we've talked in previous podcasts, it's just, it's an accumulative effect and it just, your body gets weighed down with all this. So in order to assist your natural detoxification methods, these are some of the things that we recommend. So infrared sauna is a great way to detox down to the cellular level not everyone has access to one, but if you do, that's great. Um, it's a really good investment in your health. They even have, um, they're just basically bags. They almost look like a tent that zips up and just your head sticks out <laughs> for a more economical way to do it. We've even had some patients that built their own, or you can actually invest in a nice one with a bench. You know, it's just a really nice addition to your home. There are a lot of different ways to do it. Um, they even have, right. uh, they're, they're like sun tanning, what do you call them? Not spas. Like the beds. Right, where you go and you get a membership, but um, just for infrared saunas. So um, that's another yeah, way a lot to of do the, it. A lot of the tanning places have the infrared sauna in them because it's kind of the same idea. You're going and sitting in light. So this is much healthier, but yeah, a lot of the um, tanning salons have started doing this in gyms and wellness centers, but the ones you can get in your house, um, like Kendra said, it's an investment, but it's really right around the same price point if you were going to put in like a hot tub or invest in some home gym equipment. Um, It's not beyond that. So it's definitely not out of reach. You just have to make sure you have the space for it um, and then put it in there. And that's really the, the easiest way because then you can do it every day, either when you get up or before bed. Um, and it's convenient, it's there, it's at home. So the big important piece of that is the type of light that you get. So if you're going to do DIY, 
um, or if you're going to look into investing, just make sure that you really research that area. Right. Um, and also make sure not only the type of light, but also um, check and make sure it's low EMFs because some of them, you know, yeah. there's a range in that spectrum. So you want to check into that as well. And um, just on a side note, sometimes people don't understand the difference between infrared sauna and a sauna, like say at your gym, um, that's the steam sauna. Uh, they're both really good, both awesome. It's just that the infrared gets down into the cellular level. So it's, um, that's why it's so much better for you. But if you don't have access to one, that's fine too. There are a lot of other things you can do. Uh, warm lemon water in the morning. You can put a pinch of Himalayan salt in there as well. Um, you can even add a splash of apple cider vinegar to it. But that's a really good way to start off your day and just get, you know, get your organs moving, basically. Um, staying hydrated is a huge one. You know, a lot of people, most people are dehydrated all the time. They don't even realize it. Yeah. But, um, I think we've said this before, but you want to shoot for, what we recommend is shooting for half your ideal body weight in ounces of filtered water. Um, drinking warm or room temperature water is the best. And then as an extra bonus that really helps with digestion, you want to stop drinking 30 minutes before a meal or and then pick that up about 30 minutes after a meal. Yeah, and yeah, we did have a, a whole... Um episode on water. So if the hydration thing is new to you, make sure you go back and check out that episode where we uh, really go in depth. But hydration is key. It supports all of those natural detox pathways. Um, and most people are not getting enough water. Right. And, and if you think about our bodies are made of 70%, 70% of our bodies are made up of water. 95% of our cells are made up of water. So you know, it's so important for so many reasons. But yeah. we are talking about detox today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, we were talking about the sauna. So sweating in itself is a, a great way to support detox. So if you're at a, a pretty balanced state with your health, you should be sweating whenever you do any physical exercise or get hot. So um, those are good ways, you know, a regular steam sauna, you know, any kind of dry sauna that helps you sweat too, uh, gentle exercise, walking, jumping on the rebounder, just sitting in the sun when it's hot and sunny out, any way you can get your body to kind of work up a sweat helps to detox. Right. And just, um, as a physical symptom, physical tracker, you know, we like to always empower you to be aware of your own current health, state of health. Um, if you do not sweat or, you know, if you're in a situation that most people should be sweating, such as something like Jenny just mentioned, and you don't sweat or minimal sweating, that means your body is overburdened with a toxic burden. So you can actually overheat yourself from the inside out, uh, especially in a sauna, if that's the case. So you want to work up to the time you're working on sweating. So say if you're in a sauna, you're in there you know, five, 10 minutes, you're not starting to sweat, then you probably need to get out and you can just keep working your way up um, or even outside, uh, it, you know, and then as you keep progressing and as you get healthier, you'll see your body start to sweat more. Um, and then you know that your your burden is, 
is getting lighter. And on the flip side of that, if you're someone that sweats excessively all the time, even if you're in a situation where you should not be sweating, a lot of people just sitting still just start sweating profusely. Um, that is also a sign that your body is overburdened. So those two ends of the spectrum are something to look for. Yes. Yes. All stuff to be aware of. So um, like these detox assistants, we've said these are for uh, normal everyday type of things. So if you're in an extreme end of that, you may want to um, look into doing more, maybe body burden boot camp or working with a preventative health practitioner or working with our clinic. Um, if some of these things we're talking about kind of cue you into some underlying issues you hadn't noticed. Right. Um, something else that is great and on top of being great for detoxing, it's also a really great way to relax. I remember when I had little kids, this was the only time I had alone <laughs> to relax by myself during the day was in the evening when I would take a bath. So if you take uh, an Epsom salt bath, soaking an Epsom salt bath three to four times a week is great. Um, you want to have Pretty warm water up to 30 minutes is ideal. And again, if you are not sweating in that bath, you know, cut that time in half or whatever works for you. You can even, um, we have a lot of uh, people that we work with that might be older or um, they're just in a state of health where they can't get down into a bathtub and then get out. So if you need to start out with just a bucket of Epsom salts, hot water and Epsom salts just for your feet, it's still very detoxifying for your body. But a bath is, is best because you're submerging your body and it's just relaxing overall. You can also put in um, essential oils. Just make sure when you get your Epsom salts that they are just Epsom salts, that um, there are no scents. A lot of them have a, you know some kind of a fragrance added to them. You want to make sure you avoid that. Yes, as they've become more popular, they have definitely gotten to the point where there's colors and smells and all kinds of things added to it. So remember, we're, we're wanting you to use this as a detox, so try not to have any added toxins. Right. And a general amount is about two cups of Epsom salts per bath. Um, you can also add in baking soda. Some people like to add in uh, salt, Himalayan salt. That's okay, too. But that's about the amount um, for you to add in. Also, just being happy, actually decreasing your worry and your stress. And of course, increasing sleep is always helpful. But this, this really helps with uh, your digestive system and getting all of that moving, which in turn is very detoxifying for us. So, you know, just, just worry. Work, sorry, I can't talk today. Uh, work on being happy and relaxing. That actually it doesn't seem like it would be detoxifying, but it actually is. Yes, yes. If you don't have a meditation practice in place, that's a good place to start um, to look into that. But just consciously thinking of good, happy things you're grateful for, doing that every day um, really does help reduce that anxiety and worry. And that mind-gut connection is huge. It does really help with um, just making sure you're overall in a better state of wellness, which helps your natural detoxification. Right. And if you think about, if you're constantly in that fight or flight mode um, where you're just anxious and you're stressed and your body 
automatically goes into a point where it's almost like a tiger's chasing you and you know, you're just constantly running, run, 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 run. And if that's the case, you're not going to stop and go to the bathroom. So a lot of times uh, your bowel movements aren't the best if you're in that state. So getting in this happier, more relaxed state helps you, like I said, in, you know, proper elimination, um, which really helps with detoxification. Uh, another one is just cilantro and parsley, if you like those. Um, those are great to add to smoothies or salads. You know, try to get a lot of those in every day if they work for you. Um, they're really good for heavy metal detoxification. So heavy metals is a big one now. Everybody needs to be detoxifying for that um, because there's so much in our environment, in our air. So um, some other things you can use for the heavy metals is zeolite or um, bentonite clay diametaceous earth. Those are all good to take um, daily to help eliminate the, the heavy metals. Yeah. And the good thing about cilantro and parsley is that those are fairly easy to grow. So you can do your own little herbs, even if you're in an apartment or in a city, you can do those inside. Um, and then you'll always have that and you can just pick them and throw them into everything. Right. I just keep them in my window on a shelf all year long and that, like Jenny yeah. said, they're really easy to grow. And as long as you like them, and on top of the detox benefits, they also have, you know, very good nutritional de- or benefits and they're alkalizing. They're, it's really good to get in the habit of using those all the time. Um, something else that's good is dry brushing. Yeah. And this is, this might sound weird to people when you just say dry brushing, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it is really actually pretty common. You can get a dry brush like at, you know, Walgreens, CVS, Target, Walmart in the um, same place where you'd find like loofahs or um, those, you know, kind of exfoliators, that kind of scrub. You will find these brushes because it does help exfoliate the skin. So um, really commonly used for that. But when we're talking about it, we actually want you to do this to increase your lymphatic system. So the lymphatic system is important part of your detox pathway. Uh, so dry brushing, you get the big bristly uh, brush and you just do that every day. You want to start uh, with your feet or your hands. You want to start out on the extremities and you want to go towards your heart or towards your abdomen. Um, and you're just going to do little circles, however is comfortable for you. It just like we said, you want to help with the circulation. So imagine that while you're doing it. You can also Google it and look it up and get an example. Right. And the side benefits, like Jenny said, are uh, it, it helps with your dry skin, you know, makes your skin really nice. And cellulite for women, if you feel like you've got cellulite on your legs at all, it, it helps with that too. So those are just side side bonuses. <laughs> um, but yeah. something to keep in mind, your if you think about your heart is a pump, pumps your blood, right? Keeps it moving throughout your body. Your lymphatic system is very similar to your blood system, um, circulatory system. So, but there is no pump. So the pump is that we're naturally supposed to be moving all the time. So that up and down motion is the pump. And so many people live, live, a live a sedentary lifestyle. Um, so, you know, the, the lymphatic system becomes stagnant, basically. So the, that's how the dry brushing helps it to get it moving. Also, um, 
a mini trampoline or a rebounder is really great for the lymphatic system. You actually only need 10 minutes a day um, for it to get going. And on top of it moving your lymphatic system and eliminating toxic buildup, it's also really great for total body exercise. It tones your whole body. So um, that's a good one. And just as a side point on that, it's really hard to be grumpy when you're jumping on a trampoline because it's a lot of fun unless you <laughs> really great. don't like it. But, um, you know, so it's it's overall good for mindset as well. So it so that's good for a lot of different things. But definitely work on your lymphatic system. Very important. Yes. And if you um, are able to get lymphatic massage, that's kind of like the high end uh more expensive or something you can't really do yourself, but, but that is uh, also a way to get that lymphatic system going. Right. And, and I just thought of this when you mentioned lymphatic massage, but just really with any of these detoxification methods, um, always make sure that you're staying hydrated. So a lot of water um, to help, you know, eliminate those toxins so they don't build back up in your body. Right, um, so you're releasing them into your system and you need that water to flush them out. Right. Uh, oil pulling is a really good one. That's a that's another one, like like Jenny said, with the dry, dry brushing that a lot of people aren't familiar with or think is kind of strange, but it's, it's really great for oral hygiene, oral health as well. Um, so basically you take any kind of oil works, but most people like to use coconut oil. I think just because of the flavor and you swish it around in your mouth for 20 minutes daily, first thing in the morning. So that's the goal is 20 minutes. A lot of people start out with just a few minutes because it's so foreign to them <laughs> um, and then work their way up to 20 minutes. And that's fine. You know, however much you can do every day, as long as you're moving in the right direction is good. Um, just remember if you do choose to use coconut oil to spit it out in the trash can and not your sink because it, it, it will coagulate um, and it can clog up your pipes. Right. Like most oils, um, probably you'd want to spit in the garbage can, but right. uh, they wouldn't necessarily come back to solid at room temperature like coconut oil does. So it's just extra careful with that one. Um, and you remember that your mouth is the beginning of your whole digestive tract. So that's why it's so important to keep that clean and detox so uh, that's why that oil pulling can be so beneficial not just with your teeth but your whole digestive system right and we've had a lot of people that started doing this and after a few months uh, went into their dentist and their dentist said wow your gums and your teeth look so great what are you doing and they told them and they didn't believe them but it really helps with oral hygiene also if you have yeah. uh, tmj um, it helps work that jaw muscle so it's actually helpful. That's just an extra benefit from it. And I think it's becoming a little bit more common or, I don't know, well-known because right. I have seen recently oil pulling um, products, I guess, that are aimed at oral health. So like in the mouthwash section, you can now find like coconut wash, which is not, you know, we think you should just use straight oil, but um, this is becoming a little bit more common, I guess, because right. we're starting to see those products. And it has, this is a practice that has been around for thousands of years, actually. Yeah. Um, but yes, it is definitely becoming more mainstream. But like Jenny said, we want to make sure you're using, you know, we talk about sourcing all the time. So make sure you're using a good quality source, cold pressed 
first cold pressed oil instead of the maybe marketing gimmicks you see in the store because they're going to have some extra additives that we don't want you having. Right. That would be adding to your detox. <laughs> right. There's always that line when it's something becomes more common, cost comes down, but the toxin load tends to go up. Right. Um, squatty potty is another one that's very easy. It's kind of a no-brainer. So you can actually buy, um, they're called squatty potties, but they're like $80. They look lovely. Right. They have some bamboo ones. Um, but I, if you don't want the expense, you can just use like a child's step stool or turn a trash can over. Were you going to say something, Jenny? I was just going to say it's the same thing when it becomes mainstream sometimes. <laughs> right. Then you have these extra things that go along with it, you know. Yeah. So just however you want to do it. Um, but it is, it's basically the idea is it lifts your feet up to a more natural squat position with your knees up. Um, that's how we are supposed to properly eliminate. So it just kind of tilts your colon. So it's it's good for full elimination when you go to the bathroom. And it's just so easy. You can just always have it in the bathroom right next to your toilet and get your kids used to doing it. It's super easy. You can do it on no, you know, not spending any money. Um just increasing sleep and relaxation is a really big one. Getting a good night's sleep, um, everything you can to relax before bed. You know, we'll do a podcast on this a different time, but um, just take the time to relax. Be grateful. You know, think about things you were grateful for the day. Eliminate stress as much as possible. Uh, sometimes people, if you're not in a good state of health, you're really having trouble sleeping, and that's fine. But as you get healthier, um, the sleep will come but that is very detoxifying for your body. Right. We don't quite understand exactly all the things that sleep do, does for our um, kind of rejuvenating our body, but we know it's very important. So uh, just like your mindset and your being happy that sleep is really important, it helps to reduce anxiety and get you uh, enough energy to get through the day so you're not stressing. Um, it really affects all kinds of different things. Right. Um, lymphatic massage, Jenny already mentioned that is very good if you can get one. Mm -hmm. uh, mini trampoline, we also mentioned that. Um, eat, just eating foods that are rich in sulfur are very detoxifying for us. Um, most people nowadays, because of our environment, are actually lacking sulfur um, or deficient in sulfur. So your liver needs the sulfur to do its job. Sulfur can, contains a lot of amino acids. Um, so cruciferous vegetables, things like broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, um, Brussels sprouts, turnips, bok choy, legumes, kohlrabi, uh, kale falls into that category. Uh, I don't know what I missed. Uh, there's so many. You can look it up. And um, spinach is a good one. Uh, Garlic, chives, leeks, shallots, <laughs> onions. There's so many that are high in <laughs> sulfur. Um, so yeah. even bone broth. But um, just make sure that uh, when you eat them, that you're not having an issue with it. Because a lot of times if people are not in a really healthy state, their body has a hard time metabolizing them. So just try them one at a time and see how you do. And the ones that work for you, try to get a lot of those in. Right. And if you find that, say you're eating uh, broccoli and cauliflower and you're eating it raw, which is great, and but you're not 
um, your body is not digesting it well, doesn't receive that very well, you can try just lightly cooked to see if that is better on your system uh, until you get back up into that state of wellness where your body can uh, digest raw. So that's another thing to be aware of. Right. Um, even getting a good digest, a digestive enzyme is helpful to yeah. breaking those down because you may not have enough stomach acids. Hard to say, but um, just, you know, if if you need more help with that, you know, reach out to us for sure. But um, for the most part, like Jenny said, if you can't do raw, try lightly cooked. As you get healthier, you'll probably be able to add raw back in. Yeah. Um, um, and oh, go ahead. something else to keep in mind if you're, implementing detox steps and you've never done any of them before, if you're putting quite a few in place at once, uh, you can always have some symptoms of detox. You know, if you're doing gentle detox and these are something you've done for a while, you probably won't notice any symptoms if you try something new. But if this is completely new to you, then you probably will have some symptoms. So imagine that You've got all of these toxins built up in your body and all of a sudden you are releasing them so that they can leave the body. Um, that will create some symptoms like um, headache, bloating, sometimes body over odor, bad breath or sweating can come with that. You can also have like emotional roller coasters from releasing all these toxins. So just be aware if you're starting this for the very first time, you might want to journal just to kind of keep track of that and how you're feeling um, on that side of things. Right. And if you're having too many symptoms where you're just feeling terrible, uh, you know, flu-like symptoms, that type of thing, you can back off a little bit and maybe just do, you know, do one or two of these, do, you know, every other day and work your way up. Because like Jenny said, these, these toxins are poison. So as and I don't know if we mentioned, we may have mentioned this before, but um, toxins, when they come into your body, are poisonous. So your body, in order to protect itself, stores them in your fat cells. So not only just your fat cells, but your brain is mostly fat. You know, some of your organs are fat. So it's storing them in these places to protect you. So as you start helping your body and your body releases them, they have to go out. Um, oftentimes it gets into your blood system, bloodstream, especially if you have leaky gut, it's going to go out into your blood and that's how you're really going to feel it because it is a poison to you. Um, but we also have to get them out of your body. So you do have to go through this. So you, like she, like Jenny just said, you know, journal it. If it's for a few days, that's okay. Just power through it. You'll get through it. Um, but if it seems to be going on, maybe just back off a little bit. But also if you tend to lose too much weight on this, if you're overweight and your body starts dumping these toxins out of your fat cells, um, that can be too much too. So you, if you're starting to lose weight doing this, you want to shoot for about a pound or two a week is a is a healthy amount of weight to be losing so that you're not dumping too many toxins into your into your blood on the way out. Yeah. So I think that's really all we had to say, don't you think? Yeah. I think this was a good topic. This is definitely uh, something for people to keep in mind, to incorporate. If you are off work and at home, you can really start a pretty intense detox 
uh, regimen because you don't have to worry about these symptoms. You know, you, you can be home and deal with them. If you're working, then you may want to just incorporate one or two things or do this over a weekend or a long weekend um, to really get started just in case you have these signs or symptoms. And of course, you can always reach out to us. Um, you know, we work with people. If you feel like you have a lot of these symptoms, then it may mean that there's something bigger under underlying and we may want to look into that and help you through that. Right. But definitely do take these steps. Um, and, and like we said, you don't have to do everything we just mentioned, but pick a few that seem to resonate with you and fit into your lifestyle and really start doing them. And remember, it's a lifestyle. It's not just a short-term detox program. This is, you, we live in a time where you, you have to be diligent and be doing this, you know, just, just as part of your life, just like you do everything else. So hopefully this helped. If it did, um, like and share. Um, if you haven't become a follower of our, follower of our podcast, um, definitely do that. Um, and then we'll keep you posted on the next one. Yeah, we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Take Your Health Back Now. Featuring Kendra Duquette, Jenny Wise, and Dr. Drew Duquette.